Hello and welcome to the third episode of Giving Books a Voice. This is your host, Eva Gantz, and I am going to be talking today about how to find the best content to share on your social media channels, be that Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, anything that qualifies as social media, this will apply to. Now, I frequently say that a social presence, again, on any sort of channel, should be only 10% self-promotion and 90% interesting content. So 10% your own links and um, creations and things that you want to get out into the world about yourself and 90% other stuff. So what exactly should you be posting for that extra 90%? It should be content that's relevant to your audience's interests. So presumably in some way related to your own content and uh, products. So if you are an author, maybe posting about your day at the spa isn't necessarily relevant. I don't know, maybe it is, but um, perhaps not. So it should be relevant to your audience's interests and provide some kind of value to them, which can be a how-to, a DIY, or perhaps just entertainment value, like that made me laugh or that made me happy. So either kind of value is perfectly acceptable. So the question is, where do you find this stuff? And how do you make sure you're not just posting the same thing as everyone else? Like, why should people follow you for that information? So I find a lot of the content that I do, um, especially for my work as a publishing uh, marketing associate with Cleus and Viva, Cleus Press and Viva Editions, um, I find bookish stuff on reddit.com slash r slash books. Now, I know that Reddit does not have the best reputation, and that is rightly deserved. It can be an interesting site, let's say. Um, it's it's not the best place to go for uh, good human social interaction, but it is a good place for finding content before everyone else does. I cannot tell you how many times I've seen a BuzzFeed article or FlavorWire or really any kind of uh, popular interest site pull directly from Reddit and just rehash what they said into an article of their own. So it really is the front page of the internet. It's called that for a reason, and it's a good place to find content before it gets popular. So Reddit slash R books is where I go. You can really go to any kind of subreddit, which is a, a little mini portion of the site, and find things that are going to interest your audience. And it sorts by new things and popular things so you can see what's trending at that moment before it gets to the rest of the internet. And this is actually how I discovered a site called Interesting Literature, which has a bunch of interesting facts about bookish things from famous authors to production of books, just good stuff. So I really recommend Reddit slash r slash books. Now, another place you can go for uh, good content discovery is to follow similar accounts. I know this might sound like I'm advocating stealing other people's content, but not at all. It's just a good idea to get a sense of, well, this account is popular and they're talking about similar things that I talk about. What can I learn from them? And you can even share the same content that they do as long as you credit them in some way. Like if you share it on your Facebook, say found via and then tag them. That makes it perfectly fine. For instance, just to give you an example of a good way, um, a good account that's doing this well, I look a lot at the Books Rock My World 
Facebook page. And it's all sorts of visual content uh, just related to fun bookish little sayings like about how you have your heart broken when you read a novel or just things that book nerds will relate to. So again, I'm just giving really general examples because this is for authors in general. But if your book in particular is about, say, uh, ice cream, you would go to a page about ice cream maybe and find some good stuff. I can't really help you out with the specifics there, but hopefully it's a good launching point. Another good bookish account is the Shelf Awareness Facebook page really knows how to engage their users. And almost every picture I see them post has like over a thousand shares and just really crazy engagement stats. So I highly recommend checking out pages like that and seeing what they're doing well and even getting good content from them. Another place that I go personally to find some good content is Tumblr. I know what you're thinking. And yes, I do talk an awful lot about Tumblr, but there is a reason. And that is that it is awesome. Seriously. I go there all the time, not just personally browsing around, but also looking for good content. So the way I search on there is to type in whatever tag I'm looking for, say books or literature or reading and it'll take me to, I can sort either by all posts that are going on or by popular ones or by images, if that's what I'm looking for. And it'll take me to just a ton, a, a library really of content that's out there already. And that you can see how popular it's been and how appealing it has been in the past too. So that's where I go. Um, you can also just follow relevant tumblers like the Totally Safe for Work bookshelf porn Tumblr. <laughs> I know it sounds bad, but I promise it's just um, beautiful pictures of bookshelves from around the world. It's actually quite inspiring. Another place I go is actually it's completely designed for this purpose of finding good content. It's called Scoop It, and it can be found on the website scoop.it. And it also is an app for your iPhone or iPad, and it also has an Android version. So whatever kind of platform you have, it'll work. I personally just actually use it on the computer. I find that easier and just for me, but I'm sure the apps are also very easy to use and have a good interface. So scoop it, you pick a topic that you're interested in. So again, just for the purposes of this podcast, I'm going really broad, like bookish. So I picked books and literature as my topic, and now every day, or as, as often as I want it to, it delivers an email to me with the top content that's circulating that morning for books. And it comes from other people who are gathering the information for you, basically. So other channels, like one of the top influencers is, surprise, surprise, Random House on uh, Scoop It!, for books. So I'll see what they're sharing and what they're commenting on and pick and choose from that and see like what would interest my audience and then put my own little spin on it. So you can use that to find content suggestions, or you can actually create your own channel and even build more of a following that way, like being the information gatherer. So it sort of creates like a curated online magazine that only takes a few minutes to create. So you're finding more content and finding more followers. So I highly recommend checking out Scoop It. And another app that I use to find content um, is actually Buffer app. And I believe I've mentioned this before on my website, givingbooksavoice.com, about um, for Twitter tools. But it actually is really good for content as well. It creates customized tweets for you that are already written out. 
if you're into that sort of thing. Um, I'm not personally, but it does give me good ideas. And then I tweak the tweet to just be more in my own voice. But it stays on topic for you. So if you post a lot about beauty supplies or DIY eco-friendly solutions, it'll actually seek those out for you and create, you know, five tweets for that day of just interesting content. It's super easy, totally free. Of course, I don't try to promote anything that isn't free. Um, there is a, of course, an advanced version that you can pay for, but the free one is totally fine. So that's buffer app and that's a browser extension. And also of course an app as it says in the name. So you can use it either on your phone or your iPad or just straight from your computer. Like I do. Now, those are all places to find external content that you can share, but really the best option, in my opinion, is to make your own content. It can be time consuming, I will admit, but some of these options take only a couple minutes to create, really, just a couple of minutes, and then you have content that traces back to your site or your your uh, product website or your social media accounts. So it's creating content that'll get good shares and it also traces back to you. You can control it and if it does go viral, all that effort will pay off. So a couple options here, you could write an article or some sort of a post, uh, which I'm sure you're probably already doing, but there's a few options here. You can do it on your own website or blog. You could do it as a guest post on someone else's blog, or you could even do it on a popular interest site. So take BuzzFeed, for instance. I've noticed that a lot of book publishers have BuzzFeed accounts for BuzzFeed books. Go check it out if you haven't. It's pretty entertaining. And they do articles that aren't necessarily self-promotional at all. They're just of interest to bookish people, but it does have them as the author. And so it traces back to them, even when it goes super viral. So that's one option. And another that I really highly suggest you check out is creating your own images. Images and just visual content in general does well on every single platform of social media, verifiably, which is why things like Pinterest and Instagram has been springing up specifically targeted for images. But even non-specific platforms like Twitter and Facebook really favor visual content in terms of um, especially Facebook, the algorithm is rigged so that it'll show images way more than it'll show text posts. It's also easier for people to process the information that's on an image. The human brain processes visual information 60,000 times faster than text. 60,000 times. So I, I can't even begin to process what that means. But it does make sense why images have become so popular if that's just how our brains work. So it's easy to digest. It's also readily shareable. It just takes a, a super quick, quick click for people to share. And it's proven to garner more engagement. People actually liking or clicking through to whatever content it is. It is definitely a good Facebook strategy in particular. As I mentioned before, the algorithm is super rigged to show your content more if it's an image. Even if that image is just a picture of a cat. <laughs> It's, it's quite interesting. Um, I've even used a quickly created image to pair with an article that wasn't originally paired with the image just to increase its visibility and viability on Facebook. And it totally worked. It was just a picture of um, a cat with a book. And I paired that with a, an article about a library and it got way more people to even, you know, see it on their newsfeed and be able to click on it. 
So great. Now, you know, images are a thing, but how do you create the image? I mean, do you have to know Photoshop for this or no, not at all. I personally am probably one of the least visually savvy people, but I found this awesome website. It's actually thanks to the um, social media examiner podcast that I found this. It's another social media site uh, that talks a lot about how to use social media for your small business. And this site suggested Canva. Canva is at canva.com. And it's a site that makes it super easy to create your own images. So I suggest highly that you go check it out. Totally free to sign up. And you can make anything from a quick infographic to just like a quote overlaid on a pretty background, a DIY tutorial, anything you want. Um, you can even add in pictures from outside the site and just upload them yourself and use them on your infographic. So if you have, say, a book cover, you can add that into the graphic and build on it. Very cool. And one thing I'm going to suggest for Canva is that they do have, um, it is free, but to use certain images, they charge you. It's pretty cheap. It's like a dollar per image. But you can get around this, don't tell them I told you this, but by searching for Creative Commons images. So if you go to search.creativecommons.com and type in whatever you're looking for and make sure that you check um, for modification and for reuse on the rights things, um, it will show a bunch of images that you can use totally free of legal ramifications because that's important. You don't want to plagiarize anyone, of course, and it's still free. So now you know how to make the image and that you should, but what exactly should it be about? Again, keep it relevant. Don't just make cute pictures of animals. I mean, I know that I always say that animals do well and they do, but make it slightly relevant. Like I was talking about before, like a kitten with a book would still be a little bit relevant at least, right? So I recommend don't just make a pretty picture, but put the text on the image itself. So it's making the visual content informative because again, that's how the brain is going to process the information better. So a quote overlaid on a nice background or a DIY tutorial, like a one, two, three, four step with even pictures on it, that could work well. I've had a lot of success with putting um, putting the book cover there, but also pairing it with a nice pull quote from the book itself. So it's easy to content market when you're selling a book because it literally is filled with content for you to market. Great. So that's Canva. Uh, the one thing I'm going to say is be sure to market with your site or your brand or whatever you want to put on it, your social media handle, because I cannot tell you how many times I've seen a picture go viral and then trying to trace its impact is like grasping at a bunch of straws or throwing a handful of sand into the wind. It's just you, you're not going to be able to tell what impact it had and people are going to repost it and it won't be credited to you. So please remember to put, I suggest just your URL at the bottom, unobtrusive, but if people want more like that, they'll know where to go. Or if it's a pull pro, excuse me, a pull quote from the book, you'll just be able to really quickly put um, from XYZ title by such and such. So people can look it up if they want to. So Hopefully this has been helpful in inspiring you to not only go out and search for interesting content and empowering you to find it easily, hopefully with minimal effort, but also how to make your own. 
So go try it. Let me know if you have any questions. I'm super happy to answer anything, especially about maybe image creation or confusion about using an app. Just shoot me an email or a tweet. I love to talk to you. I hope you have a wonderful day and that this podcast has been helpful. So go out there and give your books a voice.